When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Whether you've overdone it at the gym, at the dinner table, or on the couch, AHM Health Insurance have a cover for you. Join direct at ahm.com.au. For SEN America, this is the SEN NFL Podcast. Hello and welcome to the SEN NFL Podcast. I am your host for today, James Arthur. Sitting across the desk from me is my co-host, former NFL superstar, Chris Bryan. How are you, mate? G'day, James. You're... uh... You're just sailing right into this uh, hosting I've, business, aren't you? You're... I can't see myself leaving this chair. I've got the the, the board under control now. Yep. As you've seen, it was seamless just then, unlike when Richie does it. Yep. No, you're right. You're, I think you're doing a fantastic job, and you, you were just telling me that you've uh, spoken immigration and you're not going to actually let Richie <laughs> back in the country. So, uh, Rich, enjoy your time in the States, mate, because... Uh, you ain't coming back. Yeah, <laughs> ain't coming in here anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we'll get straight into it this week. NFL Week 7, huge games. But let's start with a little bit of Rob Gronkowski. Oh, I got 69 touchdowns, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Only you know what I mean, baby. All right. Straight to the newsroom. (laughs) It's time to go into the newsroom on the SEN NFL podcast. And you'll have to excuse that's us. Def- that, that's... that definitely looks smoother in our rundown sheet than what actually played out. But <laughs> That is the, vi- the interview of the year so far. Gronk. Rob- oh, God. He's- Imagine if Chris Gale had said that. <sighs> what a life he must be living. Like, he's... One, he's getting thrown to by Tom Brady. Yep. He's... How big is he? He's massive. 6'6". Six, six. Can play football. Yep. Best tight end ever. Got millions of dollars. And, like, he's just living it up. He's just in no, movies. No he's, wife, no girlfriend, oh, nothing. Just, imagine. He's just going through the motions. All right, let's get into the first game we have in London, this one was. So, pretty late at night for for Australia. Started about 2 a.m. for us. Uh, we have the Giants getting the win over the LA Rams due to four Case Keenan interceptions. The real story is, like, how can you be that poor? Oh, look, it's obviously, this has cost them, it's cost them the game, hasn't it? Um, 100%. You know, you look at some of the stats, the time of possession, you know, they had a, a lot more of the ball, so, but you can't... The Giants weren't good in this game. Well, we said the other day that it was, um, it was going to be on their defense because their defense hasn't quite shown up, so, you know, they obviously, I actually didn't see the game, but I'm assuming they got a fair bit of pressure on him for him to be throwing four picks. They were um, okay. Um, he's just not a very good quarterback. Like you said, they're up ten zero in the first quarter. They score ten points in the first quarter. Is that right? Opening touchdown. Then the second quarter comes around. Robbie Gould kicks a field goal. All well and good. Rams defense playing pretty well. Then Keenum throws a terrible interception, which is taken back for a touchdown. All of a sudden, it's ten all, and then they just get nothing going from that point on. Three more interceptions come. He just shoots him in the foot. And the question now being asked of Jeff Fisher is, when's Jared Goff coming in? Yeah, well, he's, he's the only quarterback from last year, is he, that hasn't played a snap yet? Yeah, the only draft. The only, uh, him the and rookie. Mettenberg. Hackenberg. Hackenberg, but he's injured. He's hurt, yeah. And so, he could play with Juno Smith being hurt, so who knows? Um, yeah, look, it's that's obviously going to come into to question... I, I if he keeps a, playing like this, they're going to have to bring him in for at least four to six games. They have to. They? And I heard a good theory today. So San Diego, uh, who had a good win this weekend, and, yeah, and are looking did. pretty good. If they move to LA, which is looking likely, it's looking like they're not yeah. going to stay in San Diego because the city aren't going to come to the party on a new stadium. If they leave and come to LA, the Rams are going to lose so many fans. Mm-hmm. They need to get Goff in, even if he's a little bit better than Keenum. 
the fact that he's the number one pick, he's a rookie, it's going to get excitement about the team. Maybe he wins a couple of games. You know what? Maybe he stinks. You're better off knowing now than next year and you can try and yep. make some, some better plans. They definitely need to uh, keep the buzz up about coming back to LA, don't they? Exactly. Little, That's why they winning. traded up for that pick, yep. to try and create some buzz about it. I really disagree with what Jeff Fisher's doing. I just don't get it. Case Keenum is not better. And, and then in his, pre, in his post-game interview, the, obviously the question gets asked, Where's, when's, when's Case Keenum going to be replaced? He gets all stroppy about it yeah. and says, I'll replace receivers before I replace Case Keenum. Kenny Britt stop, and calls out Kenny Britt on on live air, calls out a receiver, calls out a player on his team to defend Case Keenum. Are you kidding me? Get your priorities straight, Fisher, because yeah. that is some 7-9 and nine nine bullshit. Yep. They are going to be 7-9 and nine again. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Oh, look, a quick shout-out to uh, an Aussie Bradwing there. He had obviously looked like he had a good game. Eight punts for an average uh, 43.8. With a, he's having a great year along again. With 61, so he's definitely um, he's proving that he gets a big contract and he's uh, still delivering. So, big shout out to him. The next game we'll head on to head over to is uh, the Cincinnati Bengals touching up the Cleveland Browns, which was expected, really. Yeah, wasn't it? look, the Bengals needed this game. They needed to get back on track. Uh, you know, Kessler got hurt again, so Hogan came in through two picks. All in all. Hogan ran the ball well. He had 100 yards rushing. You know, he had a 28-yard touchdown run. Yep. I just, I, I don't know. I just don't. I don't think they've got anything going on at quarterback. I thought Kessler was better personally um, well, until he got hurt. They, um, you know, I had a quick look at their schedule just before, and they are there. I just had, looked at their schedule, and then I thought I had a quick look on uh, the Mad Bookie, and um, they're paying 450 to not win a game. Like that's not a bad bet. Look, they play the Jets. They got to play the Steelers twice. Then they got to, you know, they got the Chargers. They got the Bengals again. Um, yeah. Look, the only thing they got a few home games. But look, with the Indians now in the World Series, the uh, Cav- uh, Cleveland Cavaliers basketball's back. There ain't gonna be much focus in Cleveland on football. So, no, and nor should there be. Like no. really, they're. they're they're a real chance not not to win a game, and it's it's unfair because I think there's worse teams than them. I don't think they're the worst team, but they have a pretty tough schedule um, combined with not having a ton of talent. Yeah, and they're blooding a lot of rookies. They're playing a lot of rookies. They've, they've cut a lot of older guys. They've got some injuries which are hurting them as well. Like they're down to their Cody like Hogan is their sixth quarterback they've started this year that has played. Wow. So I don't think many teams survive that. So if they were to go on in sixteen, yeah, it's not it's not good to be, you know, the the Bucks years ago and the Detroit Lions a yep. few years ago have both done it. Uh, and look at Detroit, they remounted pretty well. Yep. It, it can help you in a way, but no one wants to lose every game. No, you You've don't. got to win one. And look, we discussed it earlier when we were previewing that division that Hugh Jackson's he's safe in his job. He's a good so coach. It seems like they're off field. They're pretty. Uh, you know, sound, but they just, um, you know, hopefully with getting the rookies out there, giving them some game time, giving them some experience, although they're getting pommeled, um, you know, it might help them in the long run. So, but again, look, the Bengals, like you said, definitely needed this one. Running game finally got going. Um, so, well over 250 yards rushing, Yeah, uh, which is, that's what they've been struggling with all season. So, Hopefully they can take this as a step and and keep that running game going because Jeremy Hill looks incredible, but yeah. you don't play the Browns' defense no, every week, right. unfortunately. And well, he'll play them again, so they'll get another <laughs> chance to pad their chance. stats, like everyone in there. But then you've said that uh, usually they split the divisions, don't they? One exactly. One, so that might be there. You never their know. Win. Yeah, hopefully the Browns can get a win because I said they, they have got a lot of talent. The next game we'll head over to is the Lions getting a huge win over the Redskins. 20-17, to 17, uh, Matt Stafford throws a touchdown pass with 16 seconds left to yep. Anquan Bolden. Tell you what, he's starting to jump up my ratings a little bit, Matt yep. Stafford. He's becoming really solid. And I thought to myself today, is, is he the new Tony Romo? Is he actually quite good that just people don't think he is? Like, I actually think he is. Um, he, he, I think he's in a tough organization, 
Uh, it's a very losing culture. It is, you know, and they still. Pro- I don't think they've got over that zero and sixteen season. Like it still scarred them. And they've never won a Super Bowl. They've never been in a Super Bowl. They've never come close. Uh, to I've a Super always Bowl. liked him. I've always liked how tough he is. He he gets fired up at his teammates. He doesn't doesn't look like he accepts that culture. But it's just must be inbuilt in the whole organization. So look, I think he's. I, th- I think he's there, like you said. He's, he's doing tough. a great job. With... They've won three in, a sh- three in a row now, yeah. three straight. So I, just, I don't think they can make the playoffs because they do have to play Green Bay twice and Minnesota twice still. So I just yeah, I can't. Oh, no, no, Green Bay have played the Lions yet, haven't they? Uh, I don't think they have. I think they've got to play them both twice. So I know they've played Chicago, but it, it's, t- it's tough in that division because Minnesota are obviously very good and I think Green Bay are going to get better as the season goes on. Yep. So I, I can't see them. On the other hand, you've got Redskins. This is a tough loss with the Cowboys uh, sitting on top at 5-1 and one, and then yep. the Philadelphia having a big win and the Giants having a big yep. win. They're, just, they're kind of back to the pack a little bit, but everyone in that division is over 500. So yep. you're going to have to put a, a streak on at some point to win it. Yeah, well, I've seen uh, a, a stat on the all of the, the divisions and the NFC East has the most wins you know, per division. Oh, really? League. Yeah. Yeah, that so, makes sense. Um, so it is a tough division to win. So you would think perhaps a wild card is going to come from that division um, later in the year. But, My uh, gut feeling is either Cowboys or Eagles win the division and the other one's a wild card. Yeah. I think that's kind of, and it'll come down to kind of last yep. couple of games like it always does. Um, look, other than that, nothing really major from the, the Lions. They just got it done when it needed to be done. The, Redskins' defense struggled. Norman went out with concussion. I don't think he'll play this week either. It was a pretty bad concussion. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see how he recovers. Um, yeah, I think it's a bad loss. They had, had the ball for more than 10 minutes. I know I keep banging on about time possession. It's all about time possession. Um, if you got the ball for that long, your defense is getting rested so they can come out and make plays. But They're just not a very good defense. That's the difference. Uh, the Redskins are just not a great defense. They don't stop the run very well. Which they actually did okay in this game, but the like the Lions are down to their third and fourth string running yep. back. They've got no running backs left. They had to sign a guy off the street to help. So they did a, they did okay at that today. Jeez, but he'd be tough if he's just getting signed off the streets in Detroit. You, he's going to be a he's going to be a tough dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, we'll move on to the next game. The Oakland Raiders. Hey, are you okay with this, Jagu- the Jaguars? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm, I'm over it now. Oh, jeez. Jeez, what is it? Week seven, you've changed your tune. They've been you terrible. Gone. They've been terrible. I just I expected Bortles to be so much better. He was average in this game. Again, two picks, one only one touchdown. Their running game's completely gone. They can't keep it going because you know, their defense has been good but not great. Yep. But when you're down, you know, they're down 20 to 6 at halftime in this game. At that point, you've, the Raiders have you exactly where they want you. Yep. Because they're not a great defense. If they get that lead, they can run the ball. They had Latavius Murray back, which makes a huge difference. Derek Carr can keep control of the ball, not turn it over, which he does a very good job of, mm-hmm. and get the ball to his good players. Cooper. Crabtree, you know, eight receptions, 96 yards, touchdown. He had a 56-yard catch. They, yep. he, he just The Raiders just find a way to win every week. Now, coming off a tough loss to Kansas City last week, I think that's a terrific win going down to Jacksonville, playing an away game and getting a win Yeah, and it look across like, the country. That's what we've said. It's always tough traveling across the country because yep. game starts at 1. That's 10 a.m. what yeah, they're used to. Exactly. You know, those guys are, are not used to being up and about that early. So, look, they again, they're, I guess they're going under the radar a little bit, the Raiders, because of, you know, the Broncos, uh, how strong they're going. But, um, yeah, look, they're, they're a good, solid team. They've got all the, you know, they've got good players both sides of the ball. That uh, Their defense plays. is improving as well, which is good. I will say one point I'll make on the Jaguars' defense, uh, Jalen Ramsey has worked out pretty well for them. He looks like a really good cornerback. Uh, so if they can get Bortles back to where he was, again, Marquise Lee we talked about last week, the wide receiver, how he was getting healthy, how talented he is. He's done that again. He's had his first 100-yard game in the NFL. Yep. So there is this great signs there. They just 
aren't putting it all together at the moment, the, J- the Jacksonville Jaguars. And that's what I thought they were going to really put it together this year. Well, because they, they definitely had a chance in that and division. And they've got talent. Because that division is not a strong one. Um, but they have to keep playing well and they have to win at home. Their market in Jacksonville is tough. And I think Gus Bradley's in real trouble, the head coach. I think he's going to get fired. Yeah, right. Like, he is a defensive coach, but it's his fifth year there now and he hasn't done anything with them. Get a guy like Kyle Shanahan in from the, from the Falcons. Get an offensive guru offensive, in yeah. to work with Bortles. Then if you if you don't if you don't get what you, what you can get out of him, then yeah. then you just move on. That's what you have to do. You can't you can't die wondering with these young quarterbacks because as a coach you just don't have time. Yep. If you don't get, no, get you them don't. up and going in a couple of seasons, you're you're out on the street. Yep. And that's the bottom line. Exactly. Uh, the next game we'll head over to is the New Orleans Saints who got beaten by the Kansas City Chiefs. 27 to 21. I didn't catch a lot of this game. Um, Drew Brees doing his usual stuff 300 yards, three touchdowns. But the Chiefs, they just seem to chip away at teams and, and find a way to win by playing good defense when it matters and getting points, not always touchdowns, but getting points when it matters from Alex Smith and that offense. Yeah, look, just looking at some of the stats here, that you know, no one stood out as receiving yards, but there's five, six guys, as my phone's calling now, there's five <laughs> or six guys that, you know, they're solid day, like 30 to 50 yards. Yep. So they're sharing around, which makes it hard to defend. Um, they had an okay rushing game by the look of it. So um, Spencer Ware starting to really get going for that team now. He's he's starting to work Jamal Charles. They don't really need Jamal Charles now. Yep. It's interesting to see. I think they'll, you'll find he won't be on their team next year because of his age and his injuries. Yeah. But interesting to see what kind of comes of him because he's been such an electric player for them, but he's just not getting the touches. Uh, but, yeah, this game was all Spencer Ware, that interception touchdown. You know, they had a, a touchdown pass. They score in multiple ways. They kick field goals. The field goal kicker really misses. Yeah. They're just an Andy Reid team that's set up to win close games, and they do it a lot. Their, their, their GM, John Dorsey, is, yeah, he's... Just a mastermind. He just, the ex-Packer. Yeah, yeah. He, was, uh, he helped me get get me to the Packers. So, okay. Um, yeah. Look, it looks obviously would have been a good game by the look of it. Um, you know, it would have been close. Drew Brees, like he just keeps going and going. Like it's incredible. He's still getting forty-eight pass attempts every game. Like the only thing I want to discuss about the Saints because we all know how good Drew Brees is. That, that's no lie. He's one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Yep. accumulating yards and stats. Sean Payton, their head coach, shouldn't yep. be their head coach. He should be an offensive coordinator. Yep. He does nothing. Why does Rex Ryan cop so much flack for not being able to get an offense up and going all the time, but Payton can now have five or six years of having one of the worst defenses in the league, including one of those years having the worst defense in NFL history, mm-hmm. he gets away with it because he has Drew Brees that can accumulate yards in his offense. He has one big thing on his finger. There's a ring around it. Yeah. You know, so uh, I guess in that town, the way that what football and what him and Drew Brees did for that town after Hurricane Katrina, Yeah. maybe it got him a leaf pass for five years, but it's... It's starting it, to catch it, up to I him, think though. it is. I think it is. You've um, got to... You can't ignore the defense like they have. Now, I know they've had some bad injuries this year, but that defense wasn't well built before the no, season it wasn't. started. You know, uh, Rob Ryan was in there a couple of years ago, wasn't yep. he? And He's a Buffalo now, and yep. their defense looks great. So it couldn't have been him. Um, it can't just be him. But, I th- yeah, look, like you said, I think it's wearing thin and... Uh, you can't keep losing games because you your defense is terrible. Yeah, you can't. So. And you can't keep losing seasons because Drew Brees' window is it's closing. If they had a middle-of-the-pack defense this season, yep. they'd probably be fighting for a playoff yep. berth. And if you get a guy like Drew Brees into the playoffs, that's when magic can happen yeah, like absolutely. it did last time. Yep. So exactly. you just don't know what happens. And he's, he's missing that window. When Drew Brees is gone, his offense is not going to be nearly as good and then he's going to be gone. So he's got to work out a way to get I that defense better. I think you're right, James. Geez, you're doing well in that chair, mate. <laughs> you know, across all the games, across all the buttons. Richie will be he's hard, he'll be sweating bullets over there listening to this because you'll know that uh, he's nearly going to go from top dog to third stringer here. I think he is third stringer. I think he's 
Richie's being anal again. And then he's going to get some anal. <laughs> he probably is in America. <laughs> Whoa, child-friendly. You got to cut that for your kids this week. Uh, we'll get to our yeah, next you've game. You've got to cut it. you got the buttons, man. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. We'll just put explicit warning on. Uh, we got the Buffalo Bills losing to the Miami Dolphins 28-25. to 25. Wow. Let's discuss Jay because he is the talk of the town at the moment. 214 yards rushing, a touchdown, two weeks in a row with 200 yards rushing. He joins a club with only three other players. Do you know who they are? One's a murderer. Yeah, is he? Yeah. Actually yeah. killed someone. He had isotoners on, but he didn't go to jail. Oh. All right. Now I've forgotten his name. Now <laughs> I'm a blank. Good um, OJ Simpson's one. Oh, yeah. Walter Payton's the other. Okay. And I can't remember the third. But the third guy, they're, they're all Hall of Famers. So it was, It's an outstanding. It's not bad it's, company. It's incredible. Now, so, because of that, Arian Foster retired today. He did. He just said, well, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I'm out. Just, I'm not the guy. said, no, nah, I'm not doing it. He, you know, he was big news and he had three carries you like, I need to get out. That's what he said. Yeah, that's what out. he said. He goes, I'm out. So, yeah, it's just sad. He's been a great player for a long time. Great career. An undrafted guy who had, you know, had his troubles coming out of college due to a, what he believed a coach not liking him and not giving him the carries. When you see how well he played in the NFL, it's probably a fair point. Uh, but he had great years at Houston. Injuries kind of slowed down the end of his career. So congratulations to Arian Foster on a terrific career. Um, he's been certainly entertaining in the past and was at the top level. Yep. One of the, At the top level, one of the best running backs in the NFL for a two or three year period, yeah, which absolutely. is a fair effort. Um, I think, um, you know, with that run game, it, you know, Ryan Tannehill. He looks good now. Well, he only threw for two hundred yards. He doesn't. Ha- you don't. That's the thing. Volume's not what you need to do that's with right. this offense. He's. He, I, we've talked about him for weeks, and I've said there's something he's got something because he keeps being able to do this yep. and score points. So he's yep. obviously got ability. When they run the ball like that, and you're not going to run for two hundred yards. No, every that's week. right. <clears throat> As but a, next week he might throw for three hundred. Exactly, and they get a hundred rushing. They just. They need to be consistently running the ball yep. or at least have it as a threat because all of a sudden that passing game opened right up. You know, Landry, five receptions. Kenny Stills, five receptions, including a 66-yard touchdown that sealed the game. Yeah, That was the game sealer. Yep. Um, let's just jump on the other side. This game, purely for me, LaShawn McCoy going out in the first quarter, re-aggravating that hamstring injury. On one hand, I think it's dumb. You shouldn't have played him. Because now you don't have him for next week against the Patriots. On the other hand, I think if you don't play him, you're going to lose. So you probably have to risk it anyway at this point. Yeah, look, he's obviously been a key. He's, been, in my opinion, he's up there in the MVP race right for now. the last few weeks. Yeah. yeah, he's been right up there, and their game's been built around his running, hasn't mm-hmm. it? So, and not, no one else on that roster can do what he does. We said on the uh, on radio on Sunday that it's yep. rush, rush, rush for yep. them this week, and. Um, Obviously, with that, him out, him injured, it's um, it hurts their whole game. And it completely it made Tyro Taylor, you know, a lot worse. Well, he couldn't get it yeah, going at 14 all. 14 for 28, so every second pass, is it's an incomplete pass and, or and something. And he had so. a 67-yard touchdown pass on blown coverage. So you take that away, he's had pretty mm. much an awful day. Like, yep. he's not done anything. Yep. You know, they still don't have Sammy Watkins back, with an, which is an issue. Defensively, this was their worst game of, oh, maybe not their worst game. Of the year. I think it's the Jets earlier. It was probably their worst, but it wasn't a great game by yeah. them from defense. They only, they only sacked them once, one sack for the Bills' defense. You know, they're obviously going to. Lorenzo Alexander, who leads the league with, 11, with nine sacks. Does he really? He leads the league at 33 years old. He's having a breakout <laughs> season. Um, a guy who's been a special team in most of his career. Is that right? Yeah, <laughs> there so, you go. Hey, look, I, I like stories like that. Good on him. You well, know, he's he, fights for it. He hasn't just been given. Yeah, and given and, it, and, and he'll get a big one or two year contract now to end up his career, and and he'll you know he'll, he'll get paid which he deserves. And yeah. I think that's terrific. He'll retire happy and yeah, good. Good, good on, on him. him. Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's, that's a, it's a great end to a career. Um, What's next, mate? What do you got? Where are we going? Oh, you know what. It's not a great game, but we're going to go to the New York Jets getting a win over the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore have now lost four in a row. Flacco's injury seemed to hold him back, and they're not looking good. Because 
Oh, geez, it doesn't seem like four weeks ago we thought the Ravens... I didn't say they were the worst 3-0 and team ever. Yeah, she did. <laughs> but I also said that I said that about Carolina. So uh, how, how wrong was I? Uh, I guess a big story out of New York is that Geno Smith, after starting and for the first okay. time... okay. He wasn't bad. He was a bit rusty. Done his ACL, though. Yeah, so he's done. He's gone for the year. I think there was two or three ACLs done this week. There was a few, yeah. Um, which is sad, having done one myself. I know what's uh, what's ahead of him. So, uh, well, Fitzpatrick came back in and was okay. He threw a touchdown pass. But then his press conference after the game, he basically had a go at the New York Jets staff really? and whatnot for benching him. Uh, I, I don't like that. I don't like it at all. You... I think he'll be out of there at the end of the year. So if he wants to say his piece, take his money. But Well, this win, what it does is that can't, their coaches are probably thinking, oh, maybe we've got a chance now. But they don't. And he'll be terrible next week. They need to go to a young guy and just see what they've got yeah. in these young guys. No, they've you got said that, haven't Bryce no. Petty and, and, Hacken, and Hackenberg on the roster. Go to one of them. Go to both of them. Start one first. If he struggles, move to the next. Yep. Just... Work out what you've got and build for next year because if you get it right at quarterback for next year, then you do have a chance. This year you're done. Your schedule was you know, near impossible. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you're done. Fitzpatrick hasn't worked out. You paid him big money. It's only a one-year deal, so who cares? It's yeah. just money at the end of the day, which for the Jets, it doesn't really matter to them. They've got yeah. enough. Mr. Johnson's got enough money. Exactly. And, and he doesn't need... It's not going to hurt their cap next year or anything like that. So no. just move on. Find the right quarterback for you guys. If you haven't got it on your roster, do everything you can to get it. Because if you can get it with Decker and and Brandon Marshall and Anunua, who's yep. looks looks really good. Forte's you know, been rushing okay. He's been he? okay. You've probably got another year out of Forte where yep. he's going to be effective. And your D line and your defense get it. Get a couple of corners. All of a sudden that defense is fine again. Yeah. You have a window, but you just got to work it out real quick. Um, um, what's this? Lack Edwards was on the uh, he's on the rushing. Oh, he what um, happened there? was there a fake punt or something? Yeah, something happened with the punt. I'm not sure exactly. Something happened with the punt. I think he fumbled the snap or something uh, okay. like that, and he picked it up and tried to run with it, but only got back to the, to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. But he, look, his stats there: six punts, 38 average. Which you know you want to be going for a 40, but three inside, three 20. inside twenties. That's you know. So I think he's had a few pooch punts to, yep. to lock him in, and he's long of fifty-two. So when you put that all into account, yeah, I'd say right. he's had to do do a few coffin yeah, corners and seal yep. in there. Which so he, but by all by all reports, he is having a fantastic year there, and they're they're really happy with him. Yep. So g- good work, a guy who got Absolutely. drafted now. Yeah, um, haven't heard much from Tom Hackett. We'll have to get Tom on at some point. No, see what he's up to because maybe we'll um. I know Nathan Chapman's over there at the moment. Yeah. yeah he was at the Steelers game watching Jordan Berry. So uh, perhaps, yeah, I'll see if we can get him on. See so if we can get line. Tom on in the next couple Tom of weeks. He's, no, yeah. he's hilarious. Or, or even Chappie to give us an update on everyone. He's, yeah, well, he's got a few. He's, you know, he went to the. A few of the boys. Uh, the next game we're going to get to, and this was the surprise of the week the Philadelphia Eagles wow. beating the Minnesota Vikings 21 to 10. Now, before we get all. Schoolgirl crazy <laughs> about Carson Wentz. Let's just remember he did throw one touchdown, but that was it, and it was off a turnover. So he had 138 he, yards. He, he was did, terrible. He didn't look good at all. Through two picks, this defense did everything they could. Yeah, but it was the first time this season that Bradford and that offense have let them down, and they were terrible. They scored a touchdown with 30 seconds left. Until then, it was it was all Bradford. over. Oh, he looked just looked ordinary. Didn't look interested. Was the moment too much for him going back to Philly? There, he was getting booed all the time. Yeah, we've seen the the owner was out there beforehand shaking hands. I guess trying to justify what happened, why it all happened. But yeah. look, at, at, that's what it certainly looked like. That he was sitting on the sideline, just sometimes you can just get rattled, and that defensive line's pretty good. And the Minnesota Vikings have a ton of trouble at offensive line. Yep. And I mean a ton of trouble. How good was Fletcher Cox? Uh, he Mate, was, he's one of my uh, favourite players. I'm thoroughly enjoying the way he goes about his yeah. football. He just dominates a line of scrimmage. I even like watching him. Like, sacks are great. And don't get me wrong, I, I love a guy who gets a lot of sacks, but that's not what it's all about. For me, just, it's pressuring. It's He never is blocked. 
He's always in the backfield. Yep. Even when someone stalemates him, he's got them square and can play off the O-line and still make a tackle. He's just a really hard guy to go yep. against. Um, yeah, so look, the Vikings still 5-1, and one, so they ain't going to panic yet. It, um, but they'll, uh, they'll definitely have to tidy a few things up. And it was an away game for them. Philly beat Pittsburgh at home yep. much worse. So I think Philly are going to be a pretty good team well, at home this year. we said that Philly would be okay, and it was yeah. all on Carson Wentz to see how he'd perform. But uh, offensively, they were not impressive. No. They, they got a kick return touchdown. They got two field goals and a touchdown all off turnovers. Yep. So, you know, without their defense, they probably would have lost this game. But in saying that, their defense played so well, and you've got to take those wins. But, you know, it's kind of the second game, third game in a row, Carson Wentz has not been great. So, yep. you know, it, it happens for rookies. I don't think it was going to be all sunshine and rainbows for him all year, but I didn't think it would drop off this dramatically because he was terrible. Yeah, he was. Um, I guess, I mean, because you look at Dak, what he's doing in Dallas, he ain't dropped off just Well, he's going to play Minnesota in Minnesota in a few weeks. So we'll see how we'll he goes see how against he goes. Minnesota because they're a really good defense. The next game, we've got the Indianapolis Colts getting a huge win over the Tennessee Titans. The Titans must be pretty disappointed with this. They had a chance to drive and, and win the game at the end, and Marcus Mariota fumbles. It's scooped up by Evan Math. Sorry, Dwight. What's his name? Mathis, whatever his first name is. I've forgotten. The defensive end and taken for a touchdown to basically seal the game, which was kind of the story of the day. Mariota just too many turnovers and... And just not productive when he needs to be. Yeah, well, he's look. He's still young, but um, he, they've shown signs this year, haven't they, where they can be a dominant team? But um, look, the Colts definitely needed this win after. I think they lost last week, didn't they? Tight with they yeah, they, last they, week. The Houston Texans came back and beat them in overtime. That's right. So, so they needed to win this one, um, which keeps them alive in their division for for a playoff picture. But I just thought the Titans were going to win this. At home, I just yep. It's really disappointing. This just shows that they're probably not ready to take that next step yet. I think they're getting better, but they're not ready. Uh, but you look at this box score. You've got Mariota, two hundred thirty-two yards, two touchdowns. Murray runs for one hundred and seven and a touchdown. You know, Walker's had eighty-four yards and a touchdown. <laughs> like yep. they've. They've ticked all the boxes there, but they've just managed to lose. Just lose, yeah. And it's because of Andrew Luck. Yeah, Andrew. He he is just such a good player. He makes that team so much better. He, he's just he's the only good player on that team. Oh, Ty Hilton's pretty good too. Well, he had 133 yards from seven receptions, so he's not too bad. But he's got luck throwing it to him. Like, but Andrew Luck, he's so tough. Yeah, like he just got back so banged up last year. But now he seems quick. Now, like he can get out of the pocket. And I think he's rushed for a few touchdowns this year already. Hasn't yeah, he? he's so, been great. Um. But I'm I'm really enjoying watching him play. I think their what's their O line? How'd they go? They only gave up a couple of sacks, did they? They were okay, but yep. it's it's they were okay because Andrew Luck makes them look so much better. Yeah, like you put Andrew Luck behind the Cowboys' offensive line. Oh, I'd hate to say. I just think they he wouldn't lose a game. You put him behind. Yeah, oh, you know. I, you put him behind the Titans. You swap Mariota and Luck around. Yeah, okay. I think. I think I think the Titans are going to win 14, 15 games with that offensive line because they're quite good. There's, I mean, there's just yep. there is such a lack of talent on that team. Their defense is awful. I know they managed to get the defensive touchdown to win the game today, but Luck had already given them the yep. lead. They were just trying to hold the lead, and it was a great effort to do that. But it's still they're not good. They're not a good defense. They're Twelve penalties for one hundred and thirty-one yards. Yep. Now I don't know if I didn't see the game, but if they're just fundamental things that they're failing at, then because they're not good players, they have to get back, watch some film, practice, clean that up. Because you play a good side, that's going to cost you. Like I that's just, a touchdown and a half. I can't believe Chuck Pagano got re-signed. I just don't understand. And it's not all his fault. As I said, they don't have much defensive talent, but they've. He's got to do more than this. Now, a win's a win. And if Luck keeps playing the way he does and keeps getting better the way he has, they're going to be up there to try and win this division because I don't think Houston are that good. No. So Which we'll be, get to la- the yeah, last game. But... It's going to be really interesting to see, but very disappointing loss for the Titans when they Absolutely. had a chance. Yep. Uh, but 
good signs coming out of there if you're a Titans fan. I think so, yeah. You can, you've got some players there. Murray looks like he's he's every bit what he ho- what you hoped. Yep. Henry looks great. Mariota, he's he's going through a bit of a sophomore slump, but he still hasn't been terrible. He had a bad fumble today when it, you know, yeah. it, it happens. That'll, it happens to guys. That'll be okay. Exactly. That'll be okay. The next game we have, in my opinion, one of the games of the week, the San Diego it's Chargers. incredible, wasn't it? Winning over the Atlanta Falcons 33-30 to in overtime. The whole week, oh, sorry, for the whole two days since it happened, all everyone's spoken about was them going for it in overtime on fourth and two, or fourth and one. Who went for it? The Falcons. So Atlanta had the ball, first drive of overtime. Now, keep in mind, Phillip Rivers had done pretty much what he wanted all day against their defense. They went for it on third and one, got stuffed, lost about half a yard, and then went for it on fourth down. Now, I didn't mind the call to go for it on fourth down. They ran the exact same play, uh, an outside stretch run, which got knifed and shut down, and they, they basically turned the ball over on their own 40. Phillip Rivers got a couple of first downs, kicked the field goal, win the game. I like the call to go for it. Yep. It's ballsy. You know if you give the ball back to Phillip Rivers, he's probably going to score because he had just done it like four times in a row. So he's probably going to do it. But I don't like the play call. You have Julio Jones. You have the best passing attack in the NFL. Play action. Do something to get one yard. You do not need to run that when they're stacked at the line. It's a dumb play by Matt Matt Ryan. He should have audibled it. And the coach should have put him in a position to, to be more successful on that play. Well, it's cost them. Which they're still, look, they're still obviously in a powerful powerful position in that division so um, the thing is if they're only one and a half games above the Carolina Panthers now the Panthers get a win next week and then beat Atlanta well Panthers only won one game what Atlanta two, they won two Falcon, the Panthers have won two games are they okay. and Atlanta I believe you Atlanta I'm trying to find they won four four and two four now four and two four and three okay so you're not yeah, you're not. Uh, yeah. You're not too far behind because you have to play them. You yeah. have to play them again. So, look, I don't think Carolina can catch them because they're just playing so badly. Yeah. But they've left the door open for them to do that now. Um, and on the other hand, San Diego have opened the door they're wide just... open for that division, which is one of the better divisions in Absolutely. football. Absolutely, we thought that at the start of the year that they weren't going to be much trouble. No, they've um, been quite. But like, they could really, really, if you look at it, they could have won six and one, five and two. Like they could comfortably have won. A lot more games. Yep. That division with Denver, Oakland, Chiefs, and them—that's the best division in football by it's, far. Yep. That in the NFC East, probably they're just. This division seems more exciting than the NFC East. Yeah, because I think I mean? they're better teams. Yeah. I think they're. I think because I don't think the Redskins are that good. I don't think the Giants are that good. So but, you're a Cowboys fan, so you're I'm never going to like them either. But I think the Eagles are okay. So yeah, and I don't like the Eagles at all. So. Yep. But that division's got a lot of fun characters. You yeah. know, they got all got good quarterbacks, which yep. is you know, Kansas City. If, if and if if Smith is the worst quarterback in your division, that's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. So I really do like them there. Uh, look, other than that, they let one go. Julio Jones had a huge game again. Falcons have to get back on track they because they, you know, it's all well and good to be this this num- number one dominant offense. But if your defense can't stop anyone, yep. you're going to lose these games, and it can hurt you. It hurt them last year. They won. They were five and one last yeah. year, and then fell apart. Fell apart. What about um, Joey Bosa? After <sighs> all his troubles that he had, he he could win defensive rookie. Of the his year. his mum got involved. Yep. He had two sacks on the. He's weekend. had four sacks in three games. First He's, three games, and it's everything else he does as well. Yep. Pressures. He's constantly in the backfield. He stops the run well. He plays multiple positions. I think he's outstanding. He's, I've really misjudged how good I thought he was going to yeah, be. Yeah, he's obviously justifying his stance, what he made. Like He knew what he was like, and yeah. he, he backed himself in, and now he's performing. So, And I, get, I think San Diego is sitting there now going, thank heavens we gave him that deal. Who cares? Yeah, absolutely. Who cares they're, they're now? They're thinking, next time your mum texts in or something, we're going to... We'll, <laughs> we'll listen to her. We'll listen to your yeah. mum. She knows you best, so. Yeah, he's, he's been fantastic. Yep. Perryman, the middle linebacker, who made... He had a great interception during the game when they were trailing by a touchdown. And he also made the stop on fourth down. He knifed through and made the tackle in the backfield. Yep. He's a second-year guy they took in the second round last year. Their draft classes are starting to work. They have Phillip Rivers, Melvin Gordon, who they took in the first round last year. Has, yeah, he's, he's been really good. come on yep. strong. I feel like the Chargers can make a run this season. They're uh, certainly not dead. Um, I just hope those losses early in the year don't come back to bite them on the ass because you're starting from pretty far behind yep. at this point. 
Uh, the next game we have, uh, I'm going to go ahead and call this one my stinker of the week. Oh. It was awful. The Buccaneers won 34-17, but the 49ers are just almost not an NFL team at this point. They're terrible. You know they have had a running back run for 100 yards on them every single game this season. Really? Seven games in a row. They've had a 100-yard rusher against them. Jaquiz Rogers, who couldn't get a roster spot on the Chicago Bears, he's been this is his third team, ran for 154 yards. <laughs> I, you, you're not hearing me incorrectly. 154 yards. And he's their second. He's their third. Third. Because they had Chris Sims, who's injured as well. Oh, right. They've signed him off the street to come in to run the ball for them. It is incredible. They also had their backup running back, whose name is Peyton Barber. That's not a made-up name. He ran for 84 yards and a touchdown on 12 carries and was outstanding. Their running game was unbelievable. And this is a team that struggled to run the ball all year. And we didn't we say that the 49ers' rush defense was the, going to be the, okay? When they lost Navarro Bowman, that went out the door yeah, when he got yeah, injured. It's yeah, completely right. gone away. You're right. Yeah, uh, and that's you know he's a big part of that defense, and yep. it hurts to lose a guy of that caliber. Yep. But you can't drop hundred yards every single game this year. You can't be doing that to a running back. They're the worst run defense in the league right now. What are they going to do at quarterback? The 49ers. like Collins, obviously not coming. He's sixteen from thirty four attempts. He's only thrown one hundred and forty yards. What's he? He's rushed for nearly more than. Oh no! What's he rushed? He's rushed for eighty-four. So yards. He, he rushed the ball okay. That wasn't his issue. It was. But he ain't a running back. He's a quarterback. He's got to be throwing the ball, right? Yeah, he's oh, just his completion percentage is is a fifty percent, which has been good. I think it's sitting at about forty-seven percent for the mm. season. The last two games, he just doesn't complete high enough percentage of passes, and this is what hurt them when he was playing well. He was only completing sixty yep. percent. So. I don't. That, that's his ceiling, and his floor's around forty percent, and he's kind of in the middle ground. And he's he's certainly not the worst player on that team, but he, the offense he's playing in does not suit him. He cannot. Chip Kelly's offense. A lot of people don't understand. It's not about running the ball with the quarterback because it's all read option and whatnot. That's yep. a part of it. Yeah. But it's about hitting guys in in stride. It's about the scheme. It's about receivers being in the right places. They don't have any receivers. And they don't have a quarterback who's accurate. Like Nick Foles had almost an MVP season with this offense three years ago. And he's nowhere near as talented as Colin Kaepernick. Yep. Look, I just I don't think he's the option at quarterback. Uh, and I don't think he ever will be again. It's a real sad ending to a very odd NFL career. Well, it looked promising, didn't it? But, yeah, and the um, only reason we kind of got back talking about him this year was because of the National Anthem stuff and taking yep. the knee. And yeah. That's the only reason he hasn't been starting because of what he created for himself. He created those issues. He was he was a pain in the ass in the preseason for Chip Kelly and wanted to be traded and whatnot and all that. So, look, what the future holds for him, I'm not sure. What the future holds for the 49ers, they'll be fighting it out for the number one pick with the Cleveland Browns. Yep. They haven't won a game since round one. It just shows, after round one, when they beat the Rams 28-0, yeah. it just shows, just when you have a good day, you can have a good day, yep. can't you? Because they've lost six in a row now. And Look, Coach Rich would have been happy over there. Coach you Richard. Know, he would have been uh, having a few Bud Lights watching uh, his Bucks go okay. So The Bucks have got some players. I tell you, that Mike Evans is a superstar. In 96 yards, two touchdowns. He's played outstanding. I think uh, they're going to be okay. Yeah, I Qu- think they're going to be Quan okay. Quan Alexander and Levante David, I love both of them on defense. You know, they're still playing without some of their starting defensive linemen. They need some ends. But as I said, if you find the quarterback, which I think they have. Winston's the so. quarterback. Yep. I think he's good. Definitely. So you found him building a team around a quarterback is a lot easier than like where the Jets are right now, where they have everything but, mm-hmm. or you know, most of the things yep. but the quarterback. They've got that one piece. They can build on that now and. Look, I think they'll be ready to compete, maybe not for Super Bowls next year, but for for playoffs, definitely. For well, that division, definitely. The way the uh, Panthers have been this year, they def- they the Bucks should definitely be thinking. Well, they're only one game behind Atlanta Falcons yeah. now as well. So yeah. that's the other thing. Are you telling me the Bucks can't beat Atlanta? I, I, the way that offenses carve up that Falcons team, yep. 
you play in shootouts, you always give teams a chance. Absolutely. If you have no defense, yep. you're always going to give a team a chance. And to you'd beat say you. that? Would you say the Bucks D is better than the Falcons D? Oh, yep. In in definitely in talent. Yeah. In parts, I think the Bucks defense lacks some areas. The Falcons have a great pass rush. The Bucks don't. That'd be the main difference. But in most other positions. The, the Bucks are a better defense. So, look, it'll be interesting to see, but said Atlanta losing and them getting that win, it's opened all the doors yep. again. They're going to think they're in with a chance. And Jameis Winston's a pretty you know influential guy in that locker room. Yeah, he is. And yeah. when he gets up and about and gets emotional and wants to win, he can he can get them wins because he's that sort of player. He's very streaky. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. We'll keep an eye on that. The That's... next game, we have the New England Patriots. Surprise, surprise. They won again. Going into Pittsburgh, winning at 27-16. Look, I'm not going to give them too much credit for this. No Ben Roethlisberger. You're usually going to win that game against the Steelers. Well, we said that, didn't we, about Belichick. And his Landry year. was better than I thought, though. Yeah, he was. I watched. I think I watched the first quarter and a half, and he looked okay. He drove the ball really well. They struggled in the red zone, as all young quarterbacks do. Yeah. You know. There's not enough room for them to move. Exactly. Yep. The windows get a bit tighter. Um, like Levy and Bell ran the ball reasonably well. Oh, yeah, the Patriots yards. shut down on he it. He caught it for sixty-eight as well. So. God, they use him well. They use him so well. Yep. He's so, but you know, it all comes down. Tom Brady, Blount, Gronkowski. You know, Gronkowski had his sixty-eighth touchdown, and we all heard um, what he's going to. One you know, more, baby. <laughs> he can't wait for one more. If you know what he means. Um, you know, he's, oh, I can't wait for him to explain it when he next week when he gets. He his... will. Do you know what you could do to him? Honestly, you could honestly trick him into thinking that you don't understand his joke. And I reckon he'd stand up there with the microphone and explain the joke to you. Uh, that'd be good. He is terrific. And yeah. you know what? If he was a crappy tight end, we'd miss out on this personality. <laughs> but he is not a crappy tight end. He's, He's had the four receptions, 93 yards. His touchdown catch was a perfect throw from Tom Brady and a perfect route, perfect catch. When he gets, When he doesn't get hit off the line and he starts running... You're gone. No, you can put two on him. It doesn't matter the way Brady throws it to him. And he's getting fitter. He's getting games yep. in his belt. It, I tell you, they this offense is humming. They, well, we said that the Steelers or the Patriots have been in a lot of Super Bowls in the last thirteen years. So I think you'll see him in another one. I, I, yeah, I think I can't see New England not being there come the end of the year. What are they paying? I'd love to know their odds. It'd have to be somewhere under two dollars, surely. Yeah. Surely, like they're just playing so well. Um, the the guy who's going under the radar a little bit for this team, which you know it's probably a bit unfair, is Legarrette Blunt. Uh, yeah, I think he's a great back. He ju- he jumps over guys every week. Yeah, because he's so thick that people go to hit him low, but he's quite a good athlete. Yeah, what a way! I, I think he's a bit of a dickhead off the field. Like I think he's got some issues. Yeah, he the Steelers cut him because he was smoking weed in the car. Levy he and had Bell. that from. He's always he, had he issues. Never, he didn't get drafted. When or, at Oregon, he the, punched another team's coach. Um, coach after the game. Yeah, and got suspended. Like, he's just he's a bit of a moron. He came into that guy. He, he was at the Bucks that yep. year, when and he had a at, had great year. Great year, really good. But he, that's why he didn't get drafted because of that stuff. And, yeah, um, it was all in the media then that that's what he has to tidy up and clean up. And but, the Patriots have just found a way to make it work. Which Belichick, yep. he's done it. It's he, they'll it, probably do it with Josh Gordon next year. <laughs> like it's just, um, yeah, he uh, just has a way, doesn't he? He's just. Well, I, I guess he just must. He doesn't take it's any so shit. hard to know what he's like because he's so aloof in the media that you just don't know what kind of a person he is. He yep. gives nothing away. We all know he's an incredible coach because of his record. That's the bottom line. Um, but, yeah, he's... Yeah, he blows awesome. me away. He's and outstanding. They're paying three fifty to uh, to win the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. The next best is the Seahawks at seven. So, Well, speaking of the Seahawks, let's get in. You might not like this, but this was my favourite game of the week. You know what? I've seen... I seen the result, and I had to look through it all. And then I was mowing a guy's lawns today, and he doesn't really understand football, but he watches it a little bit. Yeah, we'll talk, and then he goes, "Like, I don't even know. Was that a good game?" Or I go, "If you understand the game, you know that you see the highlights. This was just a defensive slog, wasn't it? They were well, incredible. So it was a six-six tie six, for everyone, six. which they scored in overtime in overtime so they both kicked a field goal in overtime we'll get to what happened in overtime later 
but it wasn't. They weren't. Only, they didn't only score three points in regulation because the offenses sucked and they missed passes oh, and no. they were stuffing up and they couldn't get the run. The defense has just played so well. Like like Doug David Martin had another huge. David Johnson, sorry, David John- had, had another huge game. Another huge game from scrimmage, but. They just had to keep churning, and the Seattle Seahawks just let him keep coming at them and stop him. And they just stopped them when they needed yep. to all the time. But well, Palmer threw for 340 yards. Like, it's not like he he had a stinker. He got, you know, but. A lot of it came in overtime for both teams. But the, the, the Arizona Cardinals had won the time of possession halfway through the third quarter. So the Seahawks couldn't catch them on time of possession in the third quarter. Yeah, they're, du- it's all, they're all doubled, weren't they? Yeah, and yeah. then come overtime, everyone just got really tired. So it's three all at the end of regulation. Arizona drive down the field, kick a field goal, and you're thinking, oh, God, the Seattle Seahawks haven't done it all day. They've looked terrible. All of a sudden, Seattle's offense just hums. They, their next three plays were over yeah. 10, 12 yards. Yeah, 15 yeah. yards, I think, yeah. all three. They just flew down the field, stalled, kicked a field goal, Okay, so next score wins at that point. It's tied up again. Next score wins. Arizona drive down. They get a huge catch. They're inside the five. They run the ball to the pylon. It was tough to tell if if Johnson scored on first down. On sorry, on second down. If you'd reviewed it, you might have got a touchdown call, and that means game over. So on third down, they go to kick. It was a twenty-two yard kick, and the kicker hits the upright and misses the uh. kick. So you're, you're the, and Bruce Arians already said he doesn't have a lot of faith in his kicking unit because yeah. they'd missed so much for the year. It's hard to kick at Arizona. Teams like, people have trouble there. Yeah, Hauschka, he see the divot he took from. Yeah, when he so people have trouble there at times. I don't know why. And like, just a, you're a kicker, just kick it. But he's missed this kick. So you're thinking, oh, here we go. Seattle are going to steal this game. They're going to steal it. They drive the field. Doug Baldwin gets a massive catch, and you think he's going to go in and score. He gets tackled out of bounds about the 10-yard line from a great chase down from Tyrone Matthew. And seven seconds left in overtime, the kicker lines up. It's an easy kick, about 30 yards, maybe not even, and he shanks it wide left, misses the kick to win the game with seven seconds left, and it's a tie. So that's how you have a tie in the NFL. The overtime runs out. They don't just keep playing. It was the most bizarre game to finish on, but I feel like the football gods were sitting there going... No team should win this game. This was such a tough game that the defences should win this. Yep. And both defences, I guess, are a win for them to draw. That's the only way yep. you can do it. I think it, the football gods were looking down saying, hey, special teams is definitely still part of this because yeah. Seattle blocked the punt. Yeah, they what did. A, they what bl- about their field goal? They blocked they, the field goal. That well, was incredible. He jumped over the snapper. Well, they reckon it should have been a penalty because he touched him. But I, I, thought, he, yeah. I thought Leverett, he clipped him with his foot and he didn't knock the guy over or trip himself no. up. So he couldn't have kicked him too hard. I thought leverage was when you actually, the rule leverage, when you used yeah. one of them to levy to yourself over. Yep. Yep. He just flicks him with his foot as he goes past. But all the refs and all the, you know, the expert refs they have say that Comment, it should have yeah. been a penalty. But... Uh, it's easy for us to sit there behind the kicker looking straight at the center's back and see his toe flick his jersey as he goes in past. Super slow in super slow CBS. motion. Come on. I think if it doesn't affect the center, which it certainly didn't. No. Nah. You know what the, you know what the long stamper should do? Get his freaking head up. Yeah, that's right. Snap the ball and get your head up quicker. Yep. Or maybe mix your snap count up a little bit so they can't keep timing the snap count. Well, they just... Because he did it in overtime too, and I reckon that affected the kick in overtime. So, look, special teams... Are important. Hundred like, percent. There's a winner or loss. You know what I mean. So um, their block punt, that uh, tight end came in and he he was there like three minutes before he kicked it. It felt like he yeah. Just... It was a it was a terrible block by the up back, the the, the personal protector. Yeah. He just got driven back. Uh, it was a great play, and that's that's what tied the game up. Yeah. That blocked punt was the reason they were able to get a field goal. So, because they had done nothing up till then. I think that Quigley might be in, in trouble. For his... Well, he, he just got signed, didn't he, from yeah, the he's only, Yeah, he's only been there a few weeks. Bring in Hackett. Tom Hackett. They'll, Give Hackett a go. I reckon they'll be... They'll, someone will be there Monday. There'll be a couple, two or three guys flying to Arizona. For, Having a kick to see. Yep, just to see because he, he had took one a block, long time to kick the ball. Long time it. and not very long. 
Like not- he had a long of 53, but an average 29.9. So, but yeah, I thought I've re- what I saw of this game, I thought it was a great game. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I watched was, the whole thing. I was, was sitting there with the little fella Cruzy watching the game. Yeah. And, he was trying to build Duplo, and I'm like, man, just watch this. This is great. So it was yeah. tough. It's That's tough. Like the they, defensive linemen they got after it, and they were getting tackles behind the line of scrimmage for the run, on the running backs. On it was know. a good game, but uh, David Johnson was probably the difference in what. Like realistically, Arizona probably should have won this game because yep. the way they controlled the game yeah, the totally whole time. Good. You, know, you get a field goal well, blocked, this and that goes 20, wrong, a punt blocked. 29 punt blocked. minutes of the ball for the Seahawks. The Cardinals had it for nearly 47 minutes. Exactly. like That's mental. Yeah. That's complete domination. Um, it was very slow burn. It was a grinding effort because you've got to do that against a good defense like Seattle. Yep. But the thing about Seattle is even on the goal line in overtime when they're thinking, oh, they're just going to kick a field goal and win this, they never stop fighting. You know, David, David Johnson gets to the edge and starts running for the pylon. 11 guys are sprinting yep. to stop him because they just always think, you know what, if we can make him kick a field goal, we can force them, we can block it. We, You never know. And I just, both teams, I just have to commend that sort of effort. Yep. Tyrone Matthew chasing down Baldwin to stop a touchdown to win the game. He could yep. have easily just said, oh, oh no, that's the game. Yep. But instead he chased it down, that's, forced a field goal, misses. You just, you don't, you never know. So always fight for it. I think that's, Coaching because did you see yeah. Pete Carroll at half time? He was jumping around, he was yeah. going crazy, high five and all the players. And they're every player. Both terrific coaches. Both terrific coaches. And that's the difference. And when you have a good teams. coach, uh you go there and play for him. Yep, hundred um, percent. And it was it was it, I think that's a it was that's what made the game so good. Absolutely. It was two teams punching each other in the mouth the whole game. It was a fight. It was it wasn't nah, it wasn't dirty. It wasn't dirty but game. But it was it feisty was hard, tough and they play went at it. And then you got two co- uh, two well coached teams going hard at it. That was I think that's yep. the exact reason it was so great. Now let's get to the last game of the week, the uh the Monday night game which wasn't two well coached teams going at it. It might be one well coached team from the Denver Broncos. They get the win 27-9 to in Brock Osweiler's return to Denver, and he just he just doesn't look good at all. I think that money, you know... He's weighing him down. His pockets are full. You talk about Fitzpatrick, you know, and the Jets making that mistake that at least it's only a one-year deal. Well... This guy's on a, on a five-year deal. They're like, into him for 35 mil, so... so that's three seasons you've got guaranteed payments on him. Yeah. And you've got sal- salary, cap, salary cap effects for five years on that contract. Yep. Three fumbles. He was terrible. I didn't see any of the game, unfortunately. I, I saw a I'll, bit uh, of it. I'll, I'll I, I saw tonight, a lot of but... it, actually. It just... They were bad. They were really bad. And the defense, they're not a bad defense. They're quite a good defense, but they are always on the field. Yeah. They just never get a break. And even when they they had had, the first three drives were three and outs for the Denver Broncos. Osweiler gets down, kicks a field goal on two of them. You know, it looked okay. Uh, Lamar Miller got hurt on a run. Lamar Miller had a, uh, I think it was like a, a 25 yard run, got hit. Oh, he actually went in to hit the guy when he could have gone out of bounds, but hurt his shoulder, and yeah. then he was used sparingly from there. I think if he plays the rest of that game, the way he was running the ball early, yeah. I think that would have made a difference. But it's Osweiler, when you when you need something from him, you can't get it. 22 of 41, yeah. you know, around 50%. That's not good enough in the NFL, it's son. Not. It's not. <clears throat> it's just not good enough. And yeah, oh, he didn't throw any picks. He never throws the ball far enough to throw an interception. <laughs> yeah. You're throwing a five-yard check down. You ain't getting Seriously. picked off. At one point, they showed his his completions for under 10 yards. He was something like, I can't remember what the stat was. He was 14, 14 of 25 under. Mm-hmm. And then he was one of four from 10 to 15 yards. He had one 12-yard completion. And then over 20 yards, he was 0 of four. So for the day, he's not completed one pass. Yep. For more than twelve yards, and that's that's including runs after catch. Yeah, so he couldn't even dump it off to someone to get himself from the like. Yeah, he's just terrible. But they're into him, so obviously they he's there for a few years uh, anyway. Oh, but I think you know, look the Broncos there, they're a good. Like, I think we're, we're probably selling them short. They've come off a couple of bad losses. They rushed for nearly two hundred. So when you got a young quarterback and you. Got a good rush running game. The difference between 
the two young quarterbacks, Simeon and Osweiler. Because Osweiler is still a young quarterback oh, career-wise. Yeah. He's only Absolutely. in his fifth year and his second year, first year as a starter and second year really playing. Yeah. Um, and Simeon's in his second year and his first year as a starter. The difference is when Simeon's asked to do something, he's efficient, yep. he's accurate, and he's got the arm to do it. Yep. Um, I'm not saying Osweiler doesn't have the arm, but he's not efficient. And he, he just – I don't know whether it's the offense – because it's it doesn't look like a good offense to me. It's there's nothing. Yeah. You know when you're watching a team and just nothing works. Nothing. Everything they do, oh they want to run this play. Oh Talib's stuff. Oh it's a double move. Oh Chris Harris is on it. He's yeah. got him. And and that might just be Denver being a really good defense. But I've seen like Atlanta drove the ball on on them. So they're not. It's not just that. It's yeah. a poor system, and Bill O'Brien is an offensive coach. He's a quarterback he, coach. Well, he he calls the plays. Yeah, yeah he, and was he was. A, he was a quarterback in the league, he was, wasn't he? Yes, he was a backup quarterback, and he was at Bill Belichick as quarterback. He taught Tom Brady a lot. Yeah. Now Tom Brady probably taught him more yeah, than he did, but <laughs> he was the quarterbacks coach at the Patriots, which yep. is a pretty good thing on your resume. Then he was a coordinator. Yeah. So, uh, look. It's not looking. Look, I said as I said, it's, it's not looking good. They're four and three still. They're leading the division. They are. It's they beat the Colts the... last week, which is massive because they've they've got that one yep. and a half game buffer now. But tell you what, they won't want to leave it down to when they play the Colts next time to decide the no, division. Yeah, exactly. Because I think if the Colts keep playing better and the Texans keep going down. No, JJ Watt all year. That's done. Yeah, he's gone. I, that's yep. that's a huge loss for them. I know, but the defense isn't the issue here. The only real issue here is the passing game and the quarterback play. You have to put points on the board, don't you? At the end of the day... Lamar Miller's ran the ball excellent. The offensive line, it's not amazing, but it's not bad. There's certainly worse situations you could be in. You know, the Colts, <laughs> that'd be a worse... You, yeah. you swap Osweiler and Andrew Luck around, shit, you got a good team at Houston. And, that, and I think that's the difference. Uh, he's just... I feel like... It's too early to say he's not going to be very good, yeah. but I don't think it's too early to say that his ceiling's not going to be much higher than what he's playing now. His I think, career I th- can't get much better. Yeah. I think the draw probably helps the Texans. They're Detroit next, which... Uh, In Detroit? Yeah. No, home. At home. Okay. So, so that helps. They're, much, they're 4-0 at home. They've lost three road At games. Jaguar. Then they got to go across the, for the Raiders, which will be tough yep. for their defense to get them. San Diego come into town, which the way San Diego are going at Green Bay in December, so that's going to be tough. So you'd want to win the next two games against... And then you go to the Colts, Jags, Bengals, and then they're at the Titans to finish off the year. So but but they're all division games. The last right. three, the last four are division games. So the Titans and Colts, they're they're both the three and they're both three and four, and they're four and three. So this division's I think it's I don't think open. it's good, but it's never. I mean, they were in there for eight and eight, weren't they? Like, last year or two years. Who'd you say they had? Detroit, Detroit, Jacksonville, Detroit, Jacksonville Raiders, Green Bay, Chargers, Chargers, and then Green Bay in Green Bay. Yep. So if they they'll be lucky to win two of the next five games, yep. in my opinion, yep. that's the way they're played. I agree. Um, they're no, they're away. They're terrible away from home. So they probably win. A, a, you know, they probably win next week at home yep. against the Lions because the Lions aren't good away either. But they're putting themselves in a in a really tough position. Yep. No, and I agree. The Colts are getting better and they're going down. And it's you know, Osweiler's got to do more because they've given him all the pieces, in my opinion. Hopkins. He was one of the best receivers in the NFL last year with Brian Hoyer, yep. Ryan Mallett throwing the ball to him, TJ Yates. Like, it can't be him. It can't yeah. be a him problem. It's uh, He definitely needs to take his money, count it, and then <laughs> do it. something with it Like and show the football world that he's he's deserving of it. Yeah. Look, there's a lot of things going wrong. Said They've won four home games. Hopefully they go back next week and, and win a really, really good home game. Before we finish up, there's two trades there's, there's two trades I want to discuss. The 49ers have said they want to deal Torrey Smith. They're, he's probably their best, most talented wide receiver. He's certainly not playing the best for them. I just don't think they can get the ball to that sort of player. Um, there'll be some interest there coming to the trade deadline. And the Cleveland Browns have said they'll accept a second round pick for Joe Thomas, their all-pro left tackle. Which is huge for me. Surely a team like Seattle, a team like the Vikings. I know the Vikings just traded away a first-round pick, but if they feel they're in this window and the O-line's what's killing them, yep. I don't think that's it. You get Joe Thomas for a second-round pick, I think that's well worth it. 
Yeah, well, uh, when does trade finish? Week eight. So okay. we've got all basically the end of games next week. Yeah. So anything you'd think will get done this week. Well, those teams that are, are fighting, that like you said, are in think there are a chance to go deep in playoffs, then... Man, I'd say the, Cow- the Cowboys to give up a second-round pick for Joe Thomas. And we've got a good O-line. Like, I'd, I'd do that in a heartbeat. He's a... It's the best left tackle in the NFL. So who's gonna who's gonna take up the deal? I hope Seattle do. I think if Seattle got him, they could move their left tackle. Who just, sorry, their left tackle just got injured on the weekend, yeah. and it, it was bad. You just he went off the cart. He was bawling his eyes oh. out. So I'm tipping he didn't get good news. Um, he looked in a lot of pain. So you can replace that position, and then it gives you some leeway to move guys around. Minnesota Vikings. They've got both tackles injured. They started Jake Long. On the weekend, who was signed last week. Yep. They've got real issues there. So, someone, look, someone I think they're my two favorites. Yep. I just don't think Minnesota will have the pieces. A team like Philadelphia, with Peters is getting older, yep. he's hurt at the moment. Lane Johnson suspended for 10 weeks. Their other tackle, you know, it's a second round pick. It's Tell me where it's going to be. Where is it going to be? Seattle. I'm, I'm calling, if, it, if it goes anywhere, Seattle. Teams might say, you know what, it's not worth at this point in his career. I don't know. But I'd be going to Seattle if, if I could. And I'm tipping Joe Thomas would like to go there too. I'll back you in there. You'll back me in. Oh, you're the – whenever we're talking O-line, mate, you you know your stuff. I know O-line a bit. Yeah, I'm yeah. not – that's kind of – that's my strength. Uh, well, thank you very much, Chris. Another terrific episode, that's, I thought. Mate, you have been outstanding over there. You've taken charge with Coach Rashad out of hit out of the studio. Um, you, I'm, I'm you, going to play something for Richie because I know it's his favourite. Ha-ha. Ha-ha, he he loves the laughing fun. ostrich, so that, that, that's for you, Rich. Look, tune in to us Sunday again. We're live with Brett Phillips from uh, normally about 5.30, but anywhere between 5 and 6, just tune into our Twitters, SEN America. It'll all go up at the exact time, but tune into that. We preview all the games. It's not a long show. It's about about 20 minutes we get on there. Smash it out. We're trying to get some more time, so it's, if you guys tune in, we get some ratings boost. We might get some more time there. So everyone tune into that. That's a lot of fun. Thanks to Brett Phillips for letting us on there every week. Absolutely. It's, it's outstanding. We both really enjoy that. There's a market for it out there. So we got to... Uh, we there need certainly a, is. We need the fight to uh, to get us to on get the radio it. more. And we're going to start getting, getting some guys off. Steve Salisbury. We've got to get him off. We're going to be on at night. We're going to start doing it. Um, look... Thank you very much for downloading. Hope you enjoy the show. Tune in Sunday. We'll be back next Tuesday. Uh, thanks to Chris, former NFL superstar, for all your hard work as usual. Good on you, mate. Uh, I'm James Arthur. You can follow me at jartha6594, Chris at chrisbryan82, yep. which was the year he was born. It was. Thank you for downloading. Whether you've overdone it at the gym, <gasps> at the dinner table, <clears throat> or on the couch, AHM Health Insurance have a cover for you. Join direct at ahm.com.au.